What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to a, another big fat episode of Big Runner Chips Podcast. How's everybody doing? I'm broadcasting live from the sunny Southlands, and I'll tell you, it's a fucking warm one. We did get a little taste, a little taste of winter. You know when you buy a big pile of fucking cocaine, you just take a little bit, you just put it on your gums, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good, that's the stuff. That's what we got of winter. Just a little dusting of snow, a little bit of shitty driving. I mean, here in the sunny Southlands, I speak for just me. But um, that's all that fucking matters. What the fuck, you think I care about other people? You think I give a flying fuck what's going on in your world? Who the fuck are you? No, I'm just joking. The, um, oh God, I know I like to reference this a lot. I, I like to repeat a lot of references, but... Um, one of those swearing at fucking things. It was like a swearing at special that um, the Trailer Park Boys guys did. And <laughs> yeah, even if you don't want to watch the whole thing, um, fucking Randy or whatever, Pat Roach is doing a fucking weather forecast. He's just like so pissed off about it. And he's just like, here's some fucking weather. I don't know where the fuck you are. This is on the internet. So how the fuck am I supposed to know where the fuck you guys are? It's so fucking funny. I don't know why. Um, well, a lot of times when uh, swearing is forced, it's not funny at all. Or if it's just too gratuitous, it's like, it's like, come on, guys. You're just forcing it. Like, I don't give a shit if someone wants to work dirty or clean. Um, but, like... Sometimes it's just like you need more to it. Like sometimes swearing is really funny. Sometimes if like that's all you got, like oh look at this, like it's like I, I don't know why I got to attack Bob Saget, that piece of shit. <laughs> he never did me any wrong, but I don't know why I just like to shit on certain people. But um, what's it called? His whole fucking career after fucking the worst shit ever, which was America's Funniest Home Videos, is so fucking bad. I feel personally attacked at that show ever, just by the existence of that show. Um, then there was Full House. I really liked Full House. I still like it, because it was so fucking corny and goddamn cheesy. Sometimes it's nice to take a break from how shitty the fucking world is to just watch some cheesy fucking shit. And, um, that's great. Anyway, um, and so he was a fucking corny dickhead in that. And then after that, his entire career was just, look, I didn't used to swear, now I do. And it was like, that was funny for about five minutes. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I'm just going over the same shit I've gone over before. And I, I'm not even going to apologize anymore, guys. Because the only thing that's the oldest thing that I do, or, or, or the most worn out shit that I do is apologizing for shit that I'm genuinely not sorry because I'm going to fucking keep doing it. All right, guys? Do you, you guys understand this by now? I'm 170-something fucking episodes into this fucking thing. You don't think I'm going to repeat myself? I'm fucking defending myself against imaginary voices. I mean, fuck. No one, no one's called me out for this once, but I still feel like I have to justify everything I fucking do. You guys are killing me. It's you people. <laughs> that was a racial slur. Ah, a racial slur. You people. Fuck. What's that guy's name? Hold on. Fuck. I can't remember his name. Is it something Graham? The guy that plays Tony Pro in fucking uh, The Irishman. He also played uh, Capone in Boardwalk Empire. He played uh, Tommy the Tit in fucking... Um, Snatch. 
So he's clearly a fucking, but he's clearly a British guy telling Al, <laughs> fucking, uh, going after Al Pacino for being racist against Italians. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and the thing he said was, you people. He didn't even say, and first of all, when he says you people, it doesn't even, it's not even a racial thing. He's talking about mob guys. Um, and actually, if you think about it, to consider him saying you people when he's clearly talking about mob guys and, think, and thinking that all Italians are mob guys, that is the true racism. That's truly offensive. Um, but I just think it's funny because the actors are a British guy telling an Italian guy he's racist against Italians and, uh, yeah, whatever. It's mildly amusing at best. Um, fuck, that's such a good movie. I, I'm telling you, anything Scorsese does, I'll just fucking watch it over and over and over. Um, the only thing is, Al Pacino used a body double, uh, for, like, you know, the really fucking crazy, uh, like, fight part, fight scenes, whatever. But, like, fucking Robert De Niro should not have done that fucking... When he beats up the fucking grocer guy, he just, like... What the fuck was that? It just, it's so fucking, like... The, I don't know what's going on there. It's just, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, fuck, don't get me wrong. I, I bet if I fought Robert De Niro right now, he'd kick the shit out of me. Even if he's 100 years old, he's actually, like, a really tough guy. He, he fucking... He trains really fucking hard for Raging Bull. Like, he could have actually been a fucking... He could have been a contender. You know? Like, he's a fucking... And, like, obviously, in, in fucking movies, like, you know, you see him kick the shit out of somebody, and you believe, okay, this guy could genuinely kick the shit out of somebody. But that fucking shit was like... <sighs> what the fuck? Like, obviously, he's still an amazing actor, but as far as, like... I don't know. It was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. Are you sure about this? Anyway, what's with these? I got these fucking vape things. I just get whatever they're fucking clearing out. Zero nicotine fucking, uh, I, even without the nicotine though, there's gotta be some sort of other addictive substances. Cause I, I believe it's like 90% of it is a psychological addiction. I just like to smoke. I like to, uh, I don't know. I just need some sort of fucking addictive fucking thing to do. Um, it's incredibly fucking stupid. Because I was free and clear. I, I got off the cigars. I wasn't fucking doing shit. And then I just was like, hey, you know what? You know what would be fun? Let's let's start vaping. And then I fucking did. And now it's something I do. And uh, I feel like a fucking idiot. But anyway, even more so... So I just buy whatever the fuck on this website. I don't know. I, I did I did a little bit of research. I, the, the word is ruined. When people say, oh, they do a little bit of research. Like, yeah, I went on fucking YouTube for 10 fucking minutes. Or TikTok. The University of TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I read some articles written by vape companies about... No, no, it wasn't. A, it was written by whoever the fuck. I don't know. The, you know what's brutal is sometimes when you're reading and it's just so poorly fucking written. Now, my fucking writing skills have dwindled quite, or, or whatever, decreased in value. I can't even talk. I've gotten worse at writing. I don't know how to fucking say, I'm trying to say that like intelligently or a little bit more like poetically. My writing ain't, ain't what it used to be. <laughs> ain't what it used to be. Um, also, my fucking auditorial shit-talking skills are fucking not what not what they once were. I got way more to talk about, but, like, 
the delivery is, it's, there's like some fucking short circuits and shit. Anyway, but when you go on a fucking website and there's like spelling mistakes and like blatant grammatical errors, grammatical, I don't even know what the, what fucking words are anymore. There's errors in the fucking grammar, all right? And uh, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Is anyone proofreading this shit before it hits the fucking internets? Ah, uh, anyway, I've applied to a ton of jobs as a writer. Actually, I even, I even enrolled in courses a while ago to go back to school and, and learn how to write again. Um, something I always loved doing, something I really wanted to pursue, and I just gave up. All this shit I talk about, uh, following your dreams and motivation, all fucking bullshit. Because I gave up on one of my fucking dreams without really giving it an honest effort. It's something that kills me every day. Because I set up this little office down in my basement that I was working at. Um, well, I mean, I that's that's where I did all my online courses for, like, when I had to go back to high school. Well, I didn't have to. I wasn't, like, fucking Billy Madison. But, like, I did have to, uh... I felt like I had to fucking get my diploma. And now I'm just resting on the laurels of that, you know? Like an after-school special, some fucking douchebag middle-aged guy who finally got his fucking diploma. Well, every goddamn job I fucking tried, I, I was applying to, like, was demanding a diploma. And at first I was just lying about it. But then I was actually truly deeply ashamed because I'm like, I'm going to have a kid one day. Because I started this way longer before I even knew I was going to have a kid. And uh, I was like, I, I'm going to be so ashamed of myself if I can't even... Like, how am I going to tell a kid to finish high school? Well, I mean, even now, I mean, what am I going to say? As long as you get it by the, before you're 40, <laughs> um, I, I, I can't fault you at that point. But, like, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to let my, my woman fucking do those speeches. Because she is a... She's an incredible overachiever as far as education goes, like, she's, like, if it's less than 100%, she's just not even, you know, actually, there were some courses she was doing where she was getting all this extra credit, she was over 100%, fucking unbelievable, and not only that, like, that and working and doing all kinds of fucking shit at home, and I don't know, it's very, uh, I don't like just speaking highly of my lady, because she has a metaphoric gun to my head, and I have to, but, uh, I don't know, she's a, truly one of the most extraordinary people I ever, ever knew. I mean, that's why I'm so happy I got a little girl, because she'll just be like her. And uh, that's, you know, my lady gives me a lot of heck, but um, I don't mind that as much because I, I just want my girl to be exactly the same. I don't want her to take any guff from anybody. I want her to try really hard at stuff. And... Uh, as much as I know the world is incredibly overpopulated, I was very much against having children before. I think it's as overpopulated as the world is, it's incredibly underpopulated in good quality. It's quantity over quality. I don't think there's enough really quality people being fucking uh, um, created and raised. It's not just uh, good genetics, it's nurture. It's very, very much more nurture than anything. I would have adopted a kid just to try to do my best to raise the kid to be a good fucking person. I still think we should. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck anyone goes through all that whole pregnancy shit. Holy fuck me. Um, no. Um, it's like the barber said the other day. He's an old timer. He's a real funny guy. He's a fucking um, 
very amusing person, and um, he's got a lot of insight, but he's like, if I, we were talking about having kids or whatever, he's like, yeah, it's like if a guy had to uh, give birth to a child once, there would be no second child. <laughs> uh, but anyway. But even after that, like my missus, my missus is still trying so hard to fucking achieve so much and, and, and accomplish so much. It's like you just made a fucking person. Like shit, I'm still taking credit for past, getting my high school diploma a year ago. Actually, it's been over a year. It's November, now it's December, so it's been over a year, 13 fucking months. I'm I'm resting on that fucking accomplishment. It's like you just made a fucking human being. Like shit, take a fucking break there. Holy shit. But I'll tell you, the thing is, it's like, um, one thing your kids definitely fucking learn through just observation, though, is, uh, is like your work ethic and shit. Like, they just see you working really hard at stuff. Like, you see you sitting around like a sack of shit, and they're just going to think, oh, well, fuck, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I, don't get me wrong, you know, once you get to, like, that teenage state, I was a lazy sack of shit a lot of times. Um, the greatest thing for me, though, was just manual labor really, really fucking helped me just working, I mean, um, just giving myself some, like, man, you can find this in so many places, like with sports or fucking whatever, that shit was too fucking expensive, um, like, like organized sports, fucking, uh, definitely was still playing shit, like, after school or whatever, um, but man, I fucking, when I moved to the city, I was, like, fucking getting killed, because, like, all we ever played was hockey, I wasn't really that good, but I wasn't as bad as I thought I was either, because then, it's like, I realized everyone I knew was wicked fucking piss of good at hockey, so I don't think I was as bad as I thought I was, but anyway, I was as bad as I thought I was at basketball, because I never really fucking played it ever, and in the city, everybody was playing it, and they also had fucking black people, didn't have those where I was from. And, uh, holy shit, I could not take the fucking heat. I mean, even in a fucking gym, I still sucked at basketball. But, I, I, I mean, that fucking heat and the sun and then being on a fucking, on a, on the pavement and shit. It's like, holy fuck. I remember, I remember just collapsing <laughs> like a fucking sack of shit on the fucking concrete and just passing out. Like, I, I could not fucking do that shit. Um... It's like white man can't jump. White man can't even handle the, the fucking heat on that goddamn... <laughs> can't even handle fucking existing in that environment. But, I mean, some guys can, absolutely. But not me. That's for damn sure. And football, I don't know, man. We played the most fucking absolutely primitive version. Like a version of gorillas would play. Um, where there were no fucking rules. There was nothing. Like, it was just like... It was just absolute violence. It was just and out, out and out war where you just get the ball from one end zone, end zone to another. There was no downs. There was no plays. There was no fucking yards. It was just, it didn't fucking matter. Um, any other, and, and then I, the one, I, you know, playing with people that actually understood the game, I was like, what the fuck? What is this now? What's all this then? Um, I never understood that fucking game. I never fucking will. I mean, I mean the very, very, very basics I learned, but even still fuck, I feel like there's just so much fucking strategy, I love it, but I just, uh, never learned how to fucking play the game properly, um, 
that's another thing. People assume, uh, oh, if you're a big guy, you play football. It's like I was not big when I was a scrawny ass little shit growing up. I didn't I didn't grow any size until I was in my like mid twenties, and by then I was like, fuck, I'm not playing fucking football. Fuck you. The best was <laughs> at work. Um, <laughs> I, I, I somehow my secret got out that I could not catch a football. And actually, it's the exact same skill as holding a baby. I couldn't do that either because you got to hold them nice and close, tucked up to your fucking chest. Um, I hold, I'd held everything awkwardly right out in front of me. Same thing with a football. I like try to catch it like out in front of me, and like it was so fucking bad. I could throw a football. Like I, I've mastered like throwing a fucking perfect spiral. I could like throw a fucking football over. I was like Uncle Rico. Like I could throw this football so fucking far. Um, What's it called? <laughs> Obviously, that was a reference to Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if you guys got that. But, uh, oh, my God. Well, I mean, I, the only thing the only thing less sad than a guy talking about how terrible he was at sports when he was, like, a teenager or whatever is a guy who fucking keeps reliving his, like, high school football days <laughs> like that guy. Um, anyway, um, it was so funny because this guy... Uh, was like in, in the warehouse at the grocery store. He's like, wait, wait, who is it? He's like, who the fuck was it? He's trying to remember who it was. He's like, there's someone who can't want, uh, catch a football. It's really funny. I was like, yeah, yeah, sounds like a fucking bitch, man. <laughs> who was that? And they're like, and then uh, I was playing it off pretty cool for a minute. Then he's like, wait, is it you? It's you, isn't it? And then he, someone threw something at me. It wasn't a football, but I caught it so fucking terribly. Um, and I remember. <laughs> I remember someone's like, Rod, your fucking legs crossed. I like fucking caught it like my leg. My, oh, it's so hard to explain how bad it looked. And I was like, fuck. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. I, every time I'd play football, I'd try so hard not to fucking uh, catch the goddamn thing. Because I just knew I couldn't. Or I, don't, I, I figured I couldn't. Obviously, I could fucking do it. I just I looked so fucking bad at it. I just never mastered that skill. And it's haunted me my whole life. <laughs> oh, shit. Another great fucking uh, experience was playing fucking hockey in college. I think we probably only played like one fucking game. And it was so fucking bad. I was so wasted. We were all in the bar, and this guy came in and said, like, three... They needed, like, three hockey players because their guys were sick or something. I don't know. And we're fucking wasted. And it's like, I haven't played hockey in fucking forever. But, you know, I figured I could do it. <laughs> it was so fucking bad. Uh, I don't even fully remember it. I don't even think I was, like, blackout drunk. I think I was, like, passing out because I was so out of shape at the time. <laughs> Ah, shit. Anyway, it's, uh, it's fun stuff. I will say, though, my favorite thing, um, as far as extracurriculars when I was fighting, like, not, I mean, fighting was one thing, but, like, actually, like, uh, training, training for any sort of martial arts or boxing or whatever, that shit I fucking loved. Even though it kicked my fucking ass, it was so fucking humbling. Because I used to fight all the time. I fucking, I don't know. I just fucking did whatever I could. But um, I never got, I don't think I ever got good enough at any fucking like uh, actual fighting skill that I would use. Much of that shit. I was just explaining. I would never kick, I would never kick in a fucking fight. 
um, because I just, I lose my fucking balance. I'm way too top heavy. And as soon as, and I got like, I don't have very strong legs. I fuck, as soon as I get off my fucking, uh, put one foot up, I'm like, I lost all my fucking balance. Um, a lot of, I see a lot of guys do that too. And they just, it's like, it's so fucking stupid because they just want to do this fucking like cyclone fucking roundhouse kick, you know, like some fucking double dragon shit from some fucking, like, some, like, they're in a fucking movie or a video game, and it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna, not gonna work that way, um, most of the time, every once in a while it does, but, yeah, anyway, I, um, I only mastered one fucking kick, and I only use it for, uh, breaking up fucking pieces of wood, usually for, like, a fire or something, um, and it's, well, I mean, it's, it's a useful fucking skill. I, I I really like to have that. So, uh, but regardless of whether you use whether you use any form of fucking fighting or or whatever in um, actual life, the fucking training for it is absolutely phenomenal. It doesn't matter what it is. The, the training it's it's um, it's so good for your fucking mental state. Oh. Anyway, I'm feeling good this morning, but I've been having some fucking uh, rough patches. I don't even think I recorded yesterday because my brain was just in this, like, sad state. I hate, I hate being there. I was there all that, a lot, yes, most of yesterday afternoon. Actually, I fought my way through some nightmare fucking jobs. Holy fuck. We had all this insane, like, giant heavy furniture. And the physical part of it was actually quite strenuous. However, um... It was the goddamn people, and it was so fucking annoying. It's just one of these buildings where no one has anywhere to go or anything to do, and people just kept, like, gathering around and marveling and making stupid comments. And it's like, even when you're outside in the loading area, there's, like, all these people gathering around, like, this huge crowd, and it's like, it's fucking furniture. We're moving it extremely slowly off a fucking truck, down a ramp through a fucking couple of doorways into an elevator and then into like it, it, does that sound fucking phenomenal would you fucking come running to your balcony to look at that and then but everyone's got to make the same stupid fucking oh why don't you put that in my house <laughs> hey, is that heavy <laughs> like it is it's significantly heavy but nothing is heavier than the fucking irritating fucking bullshit fucking weight that just crushes my soul of having to fucking listen to these stupid fucking people one person asked me if uh oh my god i can't even like remember i'm trying so hard my brain is like shutting down trying to block out these fucking idiots like the whole time everywhere we went it was like they were just like there's people fucking everywhere every hallway just like asking us what we're doing where we're going what what's going on and it's like i i fuck i'm trying to move some goddamn furniture i'm trying to focus on not breaking any of these fucking walls doorways the furniture or my back and it's like i really can't fucking do that and answer all your stupid fucking questions one one of the questions was is that is she really getting all that stuff in there like i'm, I'm guessing she meant the customer and she was asking if all the furniture she ordered was going to go into her apartment. And it's like, I, I mean, I won't know for sure until we're done, but yes, yes, that is the idea. Um, 
I, I, it's one of the dumbest fucking questions I've ever heard in my life. Like, why, why are you breaking my fucking balls right now? <clears throat> but anyway, it was a fucking nightmare, but we got it done. Um, and then the next one was in an apartment too, and it was just like the same sort of shit. It was like, oh, for fuck's sakes, every step of the way, um, an audience. And it's like, I'm not a performer. I can't stand when people watch me. And it's like, I don't believe in what I'm doing is that fucking entertaining to warrant an entire fucking crowd like that. Like, I can understand, like, they shot some fucking, uh, I think it was James Franco was shooting some, like, big fucking movie here in Dunville, because uh, Dunville's very well preserved. There's a lot of uh, areas of Dunville that look like an old-fashioned town. And actually, a lot of, in a lot of ways, the people are as well, like, very old-fashioned, like, uh, very loving and heartwarming. And, and it's absolutely wonderful. There's way more good than bad. But the other side of this in small towns, um, in the small towns I was working yesterday, is where you just get all these fucking people with nothing to do, and they're all up each other's ass and in each other's business, and you can't fucking, you can't take a fucking step in any direction without them inquiring about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, but anyway, my point of bringing up the fucking uh, the movie thing is I understand people gathering around for that shit. I think that's annoying as fuck. Um, but I can kind of understand that. Or like when a building burns down, everyone gathers around to watch that. Um, for whatever reason, I understand fire. But guys moving a giant fucking box through a doorway or something. Or even just driving. Like the amount of people when you're backing out of a trailer park that come running. And uh, to watch you backing out of a fucking laneway. And it's like, ah, that that just kills me every time. Every time, like, Jesus. Because like, it just, like, what a waste of life. I mean, you're sitting there, you're on vacation, or you've been retired for 20 fucking years. Whatever, I get it. Like, you have nothing in your life. And someone fucking comes and gets you and is like, oh my god, you gotta come quick, oh my god! It's like when you're a little kid, this happens, you know? Your buddy bursts in the room, he's like, you gotta come quick, ah! And it's like you run out to wherever the fuck this guy is and, and you expect to see something cool. Now, your expectations for what is cool or your fucking standards for what is cool is completely different. But, like, this is a fucking truck. It's a plain white fucking... Like, it's a big fucking moving truck. That's it. And it's a giant white fucking box on wheels slowly fucking rolling backwards. Like, you're in a trailer park. These are all trailers. They all got moved in and out. Did you guys all just fucking bust a nut? Fucking, oh my god! I can understand if it was like a helicopter airlifting it, maybe. But like, or if like a Tyrannosaurus Rex picks us up and was walking us out. What the fuck are these people seeing that I'm not seeing? Um, But anyway, it's just like, it's like, this is how fucking sad your life is. This is what your life is. A giant box or a giant fucking like a truck it's like so the most exciting thing you'll do like you're gonna get home and write in your diary dear diary what an amazing day wow every page is blank up until this date and then you're like i saw a truck backing up oh my god i almost missed it but all my neighbors came running and get got me um and it was glorious it was amazing it had that beep 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 and they backed it up down this laneway and then they drove away it was just phenomenal i imagine i mean I, the other thing is is they don't know what we had on the truck because then everyone will inquire 
And some people are very irritated by it, but a lot of people are so happy because then they get so much attention because everyone's like, oh my God, did you get a piece of furniture? Oh my God, it's so exciting. It's so glorious. And like, now part of me is happy that it, we made their fucking pathetic lives a little happier. But another part of me is like, Jesus fucking Christ, I couldn't give two fucking shits about any of this stuff. And if my life ever came to that, I might, I wouldn't even have a life. I would kill myself so fucking fast. I don't even mean that to be depressing or fucking morbid. I just, I can't even imagine letting my life get to that. Our, our, we will never get to that stage because we'll never be able to afford to be, be retired for 20 fucking years. And uh, I don't envy those people. That's what I mean. I don't envy. Like, yeah, we're going to have it a little bit worse, but I don't envy these goddamn people that I meet all the time with just fucking uh, way too much time, too much money, and too much fucking, and nothing, nothing to occupy it. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Brother Chip here. Coming to you live from the sunny Southlands. Broadcasting today in the afternoon, which is a rarity for me. Usually you guys are hearing morning Ron. And uh, believe it or not, first thing in the morning is when I'm at my freshest. Actually, by the time I usually get on here, it's already like fucking 7 or 8 o'clock. Um... Actually, lately I've been waking up a lot later. Like, I wake up several times through the night. Um, unless, well, I don't think my baby's ever slept through the night for, uh, I, I mean, fuck, I don't know. She used to when we first got her. When we first got her, like, she's a fucking dog. <laughs> when we first brought that little bundle of joy home, she would sleep through the night um, for the first little bit. I have no concept of how long that time frame was. Because the thing is, is yeah, the time goes by quick, but there are times that slow to a fucking crawl. Pun intended, because my baby's not even crawling yet. Which is relevant, because we're still in the extremely easy stage. As soon as that baby becomes more mobile, it's like, even just being able to roll over, climb up a little bit is fucking a game changer because then you can't leave her in certain places. Um, any, anywhere elevated, she's going to climb out but uh, or roll over or whatever. And I'm just, I'm so fucking scared. Oh my God, if I drop that fucking baby. Jesus fucking Christ. She's going to, I'm going to be like Forrest Gump. She's going to be a fucking idiot just like me. Uh, oh no, no. Even if my baby did get dropped, she'd still be, I think, smarter than I am. I was really smart when I was young, but I've been hit in the head too many fucking times, and whatever else has fucking caused my brain to stop functioning. Um, as long as I can steer my baby away from all the fucking horrible shit I've done to myself, that's uh, that's my main goal. And yeah, I've fucking definitely fallen and smashed my head many times. Um, I don't know it happened as a, as a baby, but... Definitely as a fucking child and as a grown-up. So, you know. Anyway. I don't think... I, I think there's very little I could do to fuck my baby up the way I fuck my own life up. But whatever. The fact that I'm still alive is nothing short of a miracle to me. So, I'm just going to do the best I can and try not to uh, get, get bogged down on, on anything too negative. I had uh, one of the most difficult afternoons at work. Uh, yesterday and today, both both of the fucking, uh, we, 
just for whatever reason, we got so many fucking curveballs, so many fucking issues. Um, actually, the last lady we dealt with was incredibly reasonable. We still have a whole bunch of problems. Um, the house is over 100 years old. It's one of these ones that's been lifted. Um, for whatever reason, they moved the town down the street. It was kind of like, it, it reminds me of like in The Simpsons where they just moved the town down the street. There's a lot of fucking houses that just got relocated. Um, I can't even imagine doing that now, let alone a hundred years ago. Just picking up a fucking house and, and moving it whole to another location. A lot of them were done by barge. Like once you got it into the water, that's one thing. But to fucking transport all that shit, like, <laughs> I don't even know, like pulled, pulled by horses or some shit? Like what the fuck? How many goddamn horses did you fucking have? Uh, wild horses. Um, actually, I was singing that this morning, but I accidentally said wide, and that was funnier to me, because then I um, sort of picturing like these really wide fucking horses that were really fat and pulling a bunch of shit. I, uh, uh, what was This is also, so I'm just spacing off. Um, this is also why I don't work out after work. Usually, I, I go in the morning when I'm freshest, because I would just fucking get so distracted. I'll get so fucking just, just like start staring off into space, and uh, it wastes so much fucking time and energy. I have a very limited window of uh, when my body or brain will function properly, so I try to uh, I try to capitalize on that. I try to. I don't know if capitalize is the right. I try to I try to maximize efficiency as much as possible. But uh, like I, I try to do anything that requires thought to do first thing in the morning or whatever, or even like this this podcasting. I try to do first thing in the morning one of my impressions. I, well, first I try to get caught up with everyone um, that I can. I'm way behind now because of uh, uh, this phone being fucked up. But I don't want to get into that. But anyway, I try to get caught up with folks, and then if I can't, then I fucking uh, podcast. And because my phone's been fucked up, I've been podcasting more. But I try to do it in the morning when I'm fresh, because right now I'm a little bit fucking squirrely and scatterbrained. Even more so. What I'm trying to say is, as is, is tough as it is to believe, as how fucked up I am usually, is that is the most coherent I will be throughout the entire fucking day. It's terrifying, really. But think about it. Most people... If you, if you haven't noticed, are going through their entire life every day with no reprieve, completely fucked in the head. Like, just look around. Most people are completely fucked in the head. And the fact that I do get a slight reprieve here and there where my brain is functioning and I can think clearly and operate on a, on a higher level than usual, that just reminds me how fucked in the head I am uh, at other times. And it's torture. I wish I was just always fucked in the head and didn't know any better what it feels like to be intelligent, what it feels like to, you know. But like I say, I don't, I mean, um, even when I think I was somewhat uh, functional and intelligent, I was still, uh, what you know, I was humbled completely by other people that were way more intelligent than I was. It's just like uh, when, I, when I start feeling like a super tough guy, like I was saying, like go to like a fucking uh, boxing gym or a fighting or any sort of dojo or gym or anywhere where they like people actually know how to fight I feel like the smallest little fucking wuss on the planet or uh, when I start feeling like big and strong or whatever I go to the gym and there's these fucking guys are lifting 
significantly more than I am. And, uh, it, you know, it's good to be around people that can humble you, you know, unless you're the best person on the planet. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, easy enough just to go um, find some people that are way better at stuff than you are and then just try to emulate them. But at least just so, to keep your ego in check, right? Because we know that can uh, get away from us. Or if you you get you gain confidence in one fucking area and then you think it applies to everything, that's that's a very common thing that occurs. Um, I hate these paramedic guys; they look like cops. I'm not doing anything illegal necessarily, but I still get extremely fucking nervous when I see cops. My brain just says it's like it's like when you see sometimes when you see a big scary dog and it makes you nervous, even though you know 99% of my encounters with animals have been positive. My brain still tells me, even without, actually, even without any fucking prior experience, your brain tells you that certain things you should be afraid of. Um, that's just instinctual. That's a part of the brain that uh, is pre-programmed. It comes like, you know, it's like when you buy a phone and has all this fucking software already on it. Um, a lot of that shit you need. And uh, for survival. A lot of that shit gets misused, though. Like, I, my brain thinks I'm in a constant state of fear. That's why I'm usually not able to sleep or rest or fucking, a lot of times, even eat or um, whatever. And that's because my brain thinks I'm in a constant state of emergency. Like, I'm not. But that's kind of like what stress and anxiety is. I mean, I'm saying this like I'm a fucking expert. Am I an expert? I've spent way more than fucking uh, 50,000 hours or whatever the fuck the standard is to uh, make you an expert. 50,000? That sounds a lot. What? What is it? 5,000? 20,000? Hold on. Let me think for a second. I think it's 4,000 is an average 40-hour week, 50, assuming you take two weeks off a year for vacation, which I think is fucked. I couldn't do it. Um, but to take even two weeks off a year... Then you get 50 weeks, 40 hours. I think that equals 4,000 hours at the end of the year. So five years of full-time, 50 weeks a year is what would make you an expert in something. Right? Correct? I'm looking for reassurance here. This is a theory that I've heard that I, that I think is pretty rational. Now, I spent that much time being a gas fitter. I'm not a gas fitter anymore not an expert, but I would only be an expert in certain areas of gas, even if I were um, still instated. I was just talking to a guy today that had his license pulled, but obviously fucking that doesn't remove all your knowledge um, or ability. The other thing is there's so many workarounds for things. I, I won't tempt the laws of fate by working without a license. I'm not here. I got too many people watching me. Also, I'm incriminating myself right now if I were planning on doing which, the thing is, I'm way too honest. I'm way too honest because I don't want to fucking lie. I don't want to bullshit. I don't want to fucking do it. Um, I just want to be able to live an honest fucking life and make an honest living. It's, it seems like a completely impossible dream to me. And that's all right. All right, well, uh, that's, that's what I'm going for. I'm looking for uh, a way to uh, make an honest living without causing, with causing as little harm as possible, with taking less from the world than I give, giving way more than I will ever fucking take. That's my goal. Um, one of them. That's a vague goal. You need specific goals. If your goals are vague, you're not going to achieve shit. Just telling you. Take, take, take that from a guy who spent over 50,000 hours not achieving shit. It makes me an expert in under, or 
underachieving and uh, <laughs> not achieving. I don't know. I keep, I try to play. A lot of times I play my cards close to the chest. Although I'm very open and honest, I'm, I'm contradicting myself, and I'm always going to. I'm, I'm a hypocrite, and I, I, I'm on both sides of the fence. I'll admit that. Um, so having said that, there's a lot of shit I'll keep completely fucking hidden. Um, but whatever. Actually, I do have my goals written out, my life goals. I, I think I, I said this before. Back when I used to illustrate everything, they're even illustrated because uh, I used to love to draw. I used to love doing drawings. That's a New England way of saying drawings. Or even Old England, a lot of people will say things like that. They all say derg. Okay, I understand um, certain mispronunciations, but where the fuck are you getting an R sound in the fucking word dog? Dog. I don't mind the fucking, like, the New England version, dog, or even dag. Like, change a vowel, but where the fuck are you getting that fucking R? I saw him. I saw the dorg, um, or saying turlet. Again, where's this fucking R coming from, or jern? Up here in this jern? Like, why? Why? I'm fascinated in the development of fucking languages, um, dialects, um, etymology, uh, as, as far as, like, actual literary fucking, uh, development of languages, but, like, the way people say things fascinates me. Um, so it's like, why the fuck did anyone throw an R sound into those, any of those fucking words is beyond me. Or maybe it was extracted. Maybe the R, the letter R was extracted. I don't fucking know. Anyway, the last couple of days we've had some fucking curveballs long like just some fucking shit <laughs> fucking people we've been working for oh my fucking god but uh today this fucking lady she mounted or somebody mounted a fucking mailbox like behind the door so when you open the door it hits the mailbox and then you can't open the door all the way now we're bringing furniture to this lady and we're like okay i gotta open this door all the way and then she's like fucking just just one of these people that cannot handle anything like first of all she wasn't even there all she had to do was be there or just open the door or leave it unlocked um honestly it didn't really occur but uh we were arranging deliveries that were supposed to be contactless delivery during covid now i don't give a flying fuck about spreading a fucking virus i honestly would have spread it so much more if I could have because deep down inside I want more people to die and or just suffer greatly at least um now, now I'm just saying that because I'm, I'm having a rough day um so uh anyway obviously I don't um I don't know anyway the um where was I I started saying about how I wanted the world to die. I don't even want it to die. I want the world to suffer. I want it to suffer worse than me. That's what I really want. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we did actually experience every once in a while, like maybe one in a hundred, where people let us do a contactless delivery. And honestly, it felt like it didn't even feel like work. Because the physical aspect of doing a job is so fucking minute compared to dealing with the annoying ass fucking people that just like make it so fucking complicated. Um, anyway, this lady was a fucking absolute moron. I don't like to say that because it's kind of mean. 
but there's no other way to put it. And so all she had to do was be there for, for like a, you know, an hour long time frame. We give an hour long window, you know, like the cable company gives you like a 37 hour fucking window and they might show up in that time. They might not. We give an hour long window and this person couldn't be bothered. It's always people too with nothing else to fucking do. And I, and honestly, even if you have absolutely nothing to do, I still respect your time. I appreciate that. Um, I respect anybody's time. I don't like wasting people's time, but people sure as fuck don't feel the same way often about us. And um, so anyway, they show up after us. Also, it's like a power thing with a lot of people. A lot of people want you to be waiting for them rather than the other way around. So um, they show up afterwards after you've been waiting for a while. Yeah, you know. It's kind of like that whole rock star thing. You make everybody fucking wait before you'll come out again. And uh, I guess that's how some people want to feel. I think it's absolute shit. I don't like anyone waiting for me. Um, I don't like fucking with people's time frame. That's really fucked up. Because your time is your life. Time is the fourth dimension. I heard this explained in this book. Uh, it was actually really hard for me to understand. Um, but the basics is, is that time is a fourth dimension because it has to have like depth width to, to uh, exist physically or whatever, like physical parameters, but also has to exist for a certain amount of time to exist at all. So in that way, it can be considered a fourth dimension. Regardless, time is the amount, is your life. The amount of time you have here on earth is your life. When people are wasting that, they're wasting your fucking life. And it's no, that's no exaggeration or misuse of the term. Regardless... Um, your time and energy, those are two things that uh, we often overlook when calculating, uh, you know, if something's worth doing or not. And anyway, this lady shows up and uh, she brought her friend with her, a couple of them, um, to help her through this because obviously she's one of these people that can't fucking handle anything and like just falls apart emotionally like the slightest little bit of anything happening. Some people are very fragile. It is what it is. Um... So, first, opening the door beyond her, I get that opening the door is a very challenging thing for a lot of people. Um, the other was deciding where the mailbox went. This one went where the door is supposed to go. Very complicated things. Doors have only been around for, I don't know how many thousands of fucking years. As long as buildings, uh, essentially. Um, I mean, I'm, maybe the original buildings were built without doors and no one could get in or out. And then someone said, hey, you know what? Let's uh, see what we can do. Actually, I believe caves would have existed before buildings. So we're talking about thousands and thousands of fucking years, yet still, somehow, someone has still, there, there are still people on this planet that don't understand how doors work. Um, now I have toys, like, for my baby that, uh, that where she can, like, you know, take the fucking sh the different shaped blocks and put them through these fucking holes and understand which shape goes where. Um... I forgive her as, you know, she's six or seven months old if she hasn't fully grasped all this yet. But if you're middle-aged, 50, 60, 70 years old, and you're still fucking struggling, like, you're not going to get it. I'm not going to be able to explain it to you, how a door works, how a fucking, uh, you know, this object is bigger than this object, so it's not going to fit through. And, like, to try to say that without sounding fucking, without any rancor, sarcasm, or frustration is, is incredibly, increasingly more difficult each time I have to do it. Um, uh, but anyway, this lady uh, was not getting it, and then she's freaking the fuck out, and then I'm like, what I can do is I can remove the, um, 
mailbox for you. Would you like me to do that? And she's like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, just couldn't answer the fucking question. She's like, well, I don't know, because it might be, is it in the way? And it's like, it is. Ma'am, if it weren't an issue, I would never bring it up. Believe me, I will never discuss anything with someone like you unless I absolutely have to. Because, like, I don't want to upset this fucking person any more, like, than I already am by, like, just existing, just by being there. Um, so then I, I remove the fucking thing for her, and then um, we get the fucking shit done. And then afterwards, I gotta fucking address this again. I'm putting, putting all the doors and everything back together. It's like, okay, ma'am, would you like me to put your like remount your mailbox would you like me to reattach it to your house and she's like oh, I don't know I don't know like what if you're in the way like what do I do I just in the way it's just like like and I it just went on and on and on like that and I was like ma'am would you like me to put your mailbox back on like I can either leave it off or put it back on those are the two options right now and the the, the answer I'm looking for I'm not saying this right now because her fucking like she's already having a complete meltdown and it's like, lady, do you want your mailbox on or on or off? And like, she just keeps, oh, I don't know, because uh, what if they're they're they're, they're gonna open it up to get other stuff in and out? And it's just like, it isn't a bad spot. Again, I don't want to discuss this with you. I'm not going to fucking spend another hour here trying to fucking remount this fucking thing. I already spent an hour on a fucking ten minute job, and fucking forty minutes of that is just discussing your fucking mailbox location. Like, what I'm looking for is a yes, no, memno, no memno. In um, fucking Hungarian, it just means good or no good. And sometimes those are the only fucking words we need at all to, to communicate. Thumbs up, a thumbs down, a fucking whatever. Like, me and my partner, we don't even have to communicate at all, hardly. We only need to say, like, maybe a few words. We, we, we communicate, most of our communication is just, like, subtle head nods, our eyes moving, and it's completely nonverbal because all of our fucking communication is intercepted by really annoying fucking people like this that will listen to us whispering at each other. Like, what? What is it? What is it? Do you need something? What is it? Like just desperately trying to intercept what we are trying to say to each other. And uh, sometimes they're so desperate that even they will try to intercept. I'm not even, I wish I were fucking joking right now. They will try to intercept our facial expressions that we're, we're nodding at each other. It's like, like, and they'll start trying to read our facial expressions and then comments on that and say like, oh yeah, I can tell just by your face, you know? Yeah, yeah, this is a, you're having trouble here. Cause I, a lot of times they're really desperately trying to be a part of what you're doing, but also they're trying to develop a story for later. And I've been a character in so many fucking stories that will be told later. And it's like, just make this shit up. I, I don't have the energy while I'm fucking working to give you more. I want to, but, um, yeah, they just, they want to tell a story later. Like, oh, yeah, these guys, they came down. Or, or sometimes when some, a phone goes off while uh, we're working, the person will answer the phone. They'll start telling the story while you're there, and that's great. Um, because then you get to... Uh, actually live it out while they're describing everything you're who you are what you're doing and all this fucking shit and how they think you're feeling uh, based on your facial expressions which is essentially reading your mind which is a very impressive skill um anyway we uh we did a couple of jobs in the super white trash part of town too so um 
that was fun too because you, and then you don't just get the fucking one group of people you get like the whole neighborhood they just come out it's like a zombie movie they just start fucking like they don't even know what they're doing they did just like guided towards like oh something's going on like mumbly fucking zombies and they just come over and start asking the dumbest fucking questions you've ever heard and uh that's always fun but all in all i would say even though it, um we, we faced some serious fucking challenges the um, the last couple of days. I always compare it to the worst case scenario because I always say like this is what could have happened, what often does happen, especially with all these fucking red flags um, of where we're going and what we're doing. Um, anyway, so I feel I feel like I always count our blessings. Uh, I'm not religious, but I like to use the expression. I count our blessings. I count everything that's. Uh, that's going well and how much worse it could have been i like to remind us all the time about that like yes that was bad but it could have been so much worse i try not to think hey it could have been so much better actually one time we were working for someone on that fucking street we did have like fucking mumbly zombie fucks come up and bust our balls about what we were doing but the guy in the house was so easy to deal with and um he was there with his kids and then like he just like took his kids in the other room and let us work and like the job itself was quite challenging because like these old shitty houses are just fucking terrible they predate like um uh, the modern appliances and modern furniture so the doorways are super tight and the hallways are all fucked up and everything like, physically there was endless challenges but because this guy was so reasonable and didn't constantly need our attention the whole time we were working and we didn't have to like constantly answer retarded fucking questions and uh just entertain like it's like having little kids around where you have to like answer their questions and entertain them and keep them busy that's what so many people they're they're mentally they revert back to that fucking state they regress to that fucking level and that's who you're dealing with on, on the day-to-day -day. that's our average person so because this guy was so fucking like reasonable i, I was just blown away and uh, I, I didn't even mind dealing with the fucking crazy crackhead bitch outside because I was like, this was such, such a fucking joy. But also then, of course, I'm like, you know what it reminds me of, though? How, how difficult was it that for that guy to be like the easiest guy in the world to deal with? How fucking hard was that? Like, it was effortless. Um, it takes more effort to be an annoying fucking moron uh, any day of the week. And that's our usual. And I was like, These, this guy, as much as I love that so much, and I'm just like basking in how fucking wonderful that went, I'm like, he just reminded me how easy it would be for everyone to just leave us the fuck alone. Because our job is so incredibly easy. And it's just, this is just one job, but this is a universal principle that applies to every single fucking job I've done or even fucking observed. Um, where a job should be so fucking easy, but people make it a living hell, whether it's customers, coworkers, clients, or fucking any other interloper or intervene, uh, intervener. Um, they just make your life a living fucking hell. And again, to compare it to children, um, it's the same thing when you're trying to get stuff done at home and some kids keep fucking with you. Those are your kids or maybe they're like your kids or someone else's kids that you're caring for and you love them and they might turn into fucking intelligent, they have the potential to turn into intelligent fucking human beings that aren't fucked in the head. That's a huge difference here. These are people that never will ever, actually I'm not even going to go in there. I am not going in there. 
Oh, I think I just jammed up my automatic closet. Um, car closet. The word I'm looking for is garage. <laughs> my brain is so fucking fried. One morning I was just sitting there, like, standing in front of my shed for some reason. I think I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I just kept pressing the unlock button on my truck. And I was so fucking out of it. I don't know how long I was standing there. Probably a fucking hour. <laughs> just like not understanding why that shed wouldn't unlock. There's a padlock and I'm just like fucking pressing the button. Uh, and I drove my shed to work. That's when things got really weird. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. Thank you for listening to me as always. Actually, I got a long drive ahead and uh, I might do like an hour or three hour special. I don't fucking know. Gotta go visit my mama up north before the weather gets bad. I probably won't see her at Christmas and I might not see her till spring and it's making me really sad. And the other hundred fucking people in between here and there that I'm not gonna get to visit, I wanna apologize right now. I have like absolutely no fucking time now to visit anybody. And it breaks my fucking heart. I'm really genuinely fucking sorry. Because um, also I got to get in this house and fix a bunch of shit. Because my wife's over at her mom's. So I got a very limited time frame here to fucking uh, get shit done here. Because it's almost impossible to fucking work when there's anyone else around. Even in my own fucking house. Wow. Her house. I'll never have a house. I'll never take any lands. I'm uh... I've committed myself to never owning a house, so I never wanted to own a vehicle either, though. But, um, anyway, I'm fucking really out of it right now. I gotta go fix my wife's fucking house. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Rodney Champ here. Welcome back. Uh, my last episode got fucking pulled. I almost just had... Oh, for fuck's sake. I almost just got fucking um, let music play in the background. And I think it might be like an automatic fucking thing that uh, if there's copywritten music in the background, maybe it gets uh, taken off the air. I don't know what else I would have done to deserve such fucking persecution. But I don't know how many of my episodes are getting fucking pulled. I try never to play music in the background because sometimes it's fucking annoying and it's fucking distracting I was trying to reference that uh, that thing with uh, Christian Bale finally I remembered his fucking name Jesus Mary and Joseph I don't know why I always forget that guy's name I, forget, well, I mean I forget everybody's name but um, he's, he's a phenomenal fucking actor I mean, if you're going to forget an actor's name, it should be a better fucking actor. Or, sorry, a worse fucking actor. Um, but also, I always say, I'm like, if someone's that good, you never have seen or heard that person. You've only ever um, seen that person playing a fucking role. And they're so immersed in it. But, like, I will say for personal experience, when you're being distracted uh, from work, it is so fucking infuriating. And um, this is something I talk about a lot in my own life. Um, regardless, and the other thing is is showing up late and being a piece of shit. Like a lot of um, big timers, uh, I was just listening to a podcast and they're talking about guys doing this. Guys who think they're big time will j 
just show up super fucking late or just not show up at all, just be like super flaky and shit. And I find that so fucking unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. How the fuck? Not that anyone's asking for my acceptance of this necessarily. Um, but how the fuck do you do that shit? And uh, the thing is, is some of the biggest fucking actors of all time or biggest fucking celebrities, biggest big shots of all time don't make anybody wait. They show up on time. They show up early. They're so fucking serious about what they're doing. They don't fuck around. And to think that you're such a fucking big shot that you're going to make everybody fucking wait or just whether you're doing it on purpose or you just don't give a fuck about someone else's time. I think that's, just, I don't know, that's one of the shittiest fucking things. Again, I just watched, um, just watching The Irishman through again. I constantly watch uh, Scorsese movies. And I was just watching that one scene I was just talking about. I thought it was funny that, uh, was it Stephen Graham? Is that his name? The British guy is uh, freaking out on the Italian guy. Um, the actors, um, the, the characters, and the Italian guy freaking out on, a, I think a Hoffa was, what was he, Irish, German, or something? Anyway, um, the whole racial thing or whatever in his fucking uh, slur was, you people. And I, uh, I find that very amusing that he was so offended that he said, you people. And uh, anyway, what was I, uh, that wasn't my point. My point was that he's very upset. One is the guy wore fucking shorts to a meeting. That's fucked. Um, you just, that's, actually, it was funny. I was listening to the Sopranos podcast and they were talking about uh, some guy got really upset that, I think, I might have this wrong. It was either a real situation with mobsters or it was a, a guy who had real information that said he was upset that Tony was wearing shorts and he said a boss would never wear shorts. So they had it in a show that the guy gets shit from somebody for wearing shorts, and uh, that happens. He's like uh, Carmine Lipitazzi or whatever. Seniors like um, John Sawyer at the barbecue or whatever. Don doesn't wear shorts. <laughs> I fucking love that. To uh, just think, like you know, this guy's a fucking boss, or a boss doesn't wear shorts. Whatever the line was, this guy's a boss of a fucking mob family, yet he has a fucking dress code that he has to adhere. Even when he's at a fucking barbecue at his own house or whatever, he's not even allowed to wear shorts without some guy fucking seeing that, reporting that to his superior, and then getting his balls busted. Because that's the type of shit I wouldn't even tolerate in my own fucking life. I can't even imagine being a fucking mob boss. But the thing is, appearances are important in certain fucking... Uh, certain businesses and certain things. Um, I remember one, one time a guy calling me out for my physical, for, for my fucking appearance. And he was trying to look big in front of a, in front of someone and I, it pissed me off on, for that reason. But for another reason, it's like, I'm a fucking HVAC fucking mechanic. I mean, I'm a fucking technician. I am filthy because I'm doing fucking work all day, every day. I'm doing the dirty fucking work that makes you rich and me poor. And unless you're going to say thank you for getting so fucking filthy doing this fucking work for me, then shut the fuck up. Also, we were in a mechanical shop at the time, and these two cock-sucking assholes looking all fancy and pretty, uh, the one the guy that owned the business, another fucking douchebag, I guess he was trying to impress by trying to belittle me in front of him. Uh, it's like, you guys are overdressed to be here. You guys should get your fucking hands dirty. And stop looking so fucking pretty and clean. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm not going into your office mucking things up. You guys are in my fucking territory. 
So shut the fuck up. I, I, I'm sorry I get all worked up over some fucking shit that happened like 10 fucking years ago or so. Um, but it's something that happens consistently where, where people try to make you feel bad for your physical appearance. It's like, get the fuck out of my face. I can understand if I show up to a, a meeting. <laughs> I can under, if I show up to a fucking uh, um, an interview, a fucking wedding, a funeral, something where I'm supposed to look nice, absolutely, I'm, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, call me out. I should be better dressed looking proper there's some times where you're supposed to look a certain way but when I'm fucking working I don't give a shit if I walk into a mechanic shop or a construction site or whatever the fuck and I find guys that are fucking completely pristine they don't have a speck of dirt or grease or shit or anything on them I'm seeing the fucking laziest fuck ever our guy is way more fucking concerned about how he looks than getting anything done and that, that shit I, I think you should that person should be fucking embarrassed should shut the fuck up if they have anything to say. But anyway, these are these are just things I, I, I feel passionately about. I specifically went into a blue collar job. One of one of the big fucking reasons is I don't give a flying fuck what I look like most of the time, and I don't want anyone to fucking tell me or remind me or be upset about how I look. That that's your own fucking shit. You can fucking sort that out yourself because I don't give a fuck what anyone else looks like throughout my fucking day. And I don't hassle, I sure as shit wouldn't hassle them about it. Anyway, I feel like I've said enough on the topic. Made my point. Move on. Anyway, I'm going to visit my ma. I'm stressed as fuck because any break in my routine fucks my brain up so bad because I'm just like, I gotta stick, I gotta adhere to a very strict routine. But one part of my routine, my annual routine, is seeing my ma every Christmas and Last Christmas, well, it was a fucking blizzard. I got locked down in my house. Uh, I'm just happy we fucking survived it. But I didn't get to see her for the first time in my entire life at Christmas and be with her, and it breaks my fucking heart. Um, I couldn't even imagine, you know. Uh, I mean, maybe one day I won't get to see my baby at Christmas. But uh, it would break my fucking heart on, on the other end. So, I mean, it just, I don't know. Especially now my... It's just my mom and my aunt, you know, they don't have any of their sons or anyone living close by. Well, I guess my, my aunt has them. Anyway, I, it just, to think of these guys not even seeing their favorite son and nephew, um, which I, I, I feel like i got to hold that position, um, it just fucking kills me. It absolutely kills me. I don't get to see my family enough. It breaks my fucking heart. But we live, you know, live where we live and we, we, we do what we do, you know. Fuck, I, I, if I had more time and money, I would fucking whatever. But, you know, you do what you can. You know, there's a lot worse fucking positions uh, to be in. Actually, I uh, just talked to a bunch of friends of mine, these fucking assholes. I was going to fucking do a quick pop in and say hello. These guys are leaving town. They're going out of town. The one fucking time I'm finally passing through town, I was going to do a quick fucking stop in just to say fucking hello, give some hugs and kisses. One minute, we're hugging and fucking kissing. Next minute, you're getting fucking fresh. And uh, these guys are not even there. Fucking breaking my heart. Breaking my heart and my balls in that order. And um, yeah, it is what it is, you know. This is, uh, this is the world we live in. Fucking assholes. Anyway, I'm going a little hot here. I mean, I'm not even keeping up with traffic. And I'm Nice, uh, nice, 
nice slow pace because I really enjoy the trip I do I'll be honest uh, a lot of people complain about Toronto traffic to me it just brings me back to a happy state of mind to just fight traffic on those highways every day I mean if I if you have to do it every day don't get me wrong it can get to you but I never do it anymore so it's like as soon as I get stuck in that crazy traffic on the highways and shit I'm just like ah it just takes me back mentally to a happy place in my in my life I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I'm happy where I am now, but, you know, it's nice to visit the past briefly, to just kind of reminisce every once in a while, get nostalgic about your youth, about your past, about whatever, and then uh, and then get back to reality. You can't fucking dwell and you can't live there. Now, that's one thing that some people do. I try not to. Um, the other one is when people live in the future. But they don't live in the real future. They live in a fucking imaginary future that's never going to happen. That never happens and never will. You know, like, oh, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Well, I don't, you know, I'm, and, and you, get, you, you hear this shit on and on and on and on. And it's like, shut the fuck up. That's just as fucking uh, destructive and uh, not productive. And, and um, it, it just gets so fucking agitating. And we all know people like this. We've all been this way in both camps, like living in the past, living in the proposed future. Um, it's hard to live in the present. I mean, you only get to be there for a second and then it's gone. How the fuck are you supposed to live in the present, in the moment? It's, it's, it's impossible. You can't maintain in a spot that's just going to evaporate in, a, in, a, in the flash of a millisecond or less. I don't know. It's making my head hurt just thinking about it. But... Um, I, I like to describe my brain fog as like when I'm driving and it's so foggy they can't see like about a few feet or when you're driving in a blizzard or whatever. Um, as long as you're not sliding off the road because that can sometimes really fucking put your nerves on edge. I don't fear death as much as I should, but there's a lot of things that um, I just don't want to deal with. And one of them is a car crash. And that's not even just the death part of it. Well... I'm more afraid of being fucking paralyzed, or but even just dealing with insurance companies, tow truck drivers, fucking all this other shit. Actually, we just got our truck all fixed up from a whole bunch of fucking shit that happened to it. Some of which was my fault, a lot of which was not. Regardless, I don't give a fuck. I, I, in the game of blame, there are no fucking winners, man. You say, this is my fault, this is your fault. I mean, I, I can't stand that shit. Um, because it's just, again, it's not productive, it's not constructive, I can't stand shit like that, just, just fucking some people blaming and blaming, like this guy I used to work with, he would fucking constantly stress so hard about assignment of blame, and every time there was a problem, he'd freak out so hard about assigning the blame to someone else, and as soon as he found out that something wasn't his fault, he would breathe this huge sigh of relief, a part of that comes from he's eaten a lot growing up, he had a horrible, horrible childhood, uh, so, in his mind, if he's wrong, he's going to get the shit beat out of him. And uh, if it's not his fault, he's going to be fine. But in the, in reality, it's like I, I, I tell him repeatedly, I'm like, no one's ever going to fucking hurt you. I promise you that no one is going to fucking physically harm you because you've made a mistake. Not at this job. I promise you. I've worked at places where things got physical and uh, it's just a bit too much, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, if things get really, really bad between people, sometimes the only way to, to, to deal with it is to, to fucking uh, uh, resolve your differences physically, but it's like, I am not at that stage where I would ever want to fucking do that. Um, 
No, especially not with this guy. I really like this guy. I have a little soft spot in my heart for this guy still to this day. And um, anyway, so I told him, you don't ever have to fucking worry about being at fault or being to blame or making mistakes. Not to that extent. No one's ever going to hurt you, I promise. Actually, even at one house. Like, I'm not a tough guy. I don't like to ever think that way about myself because I think that's cringy shit, to be honest. But uh, we were at this one house working, doing a job, and my buddy gets really nervous around dogs and certain people because he's been horribly harmed by both. Um, and I was like, what's wrong, man? What's going on? And he's like, yeah, this guy used to bully me and beat me up and shit in high school or elementary school, whatever. And, um, you know, and, and, like, he doesn't even remember who I am or whatever, I don't think, but I still, like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, that's fine or whatever. And I was working. He's like, oh, he's like, and I don't want you to be afraid of the guy. And I'm, like, I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm like, I refuse to be afraid of a fucking human being. I just will never fucking... Life is too fucking short. I've been, I spent way too much of my life and time and energy being afraid of people. I'm like, we have so many tools in that fucking truck. I'm like, I will dismember this fucking guy, bury him, fucking burn his fucking corpse. I don't give a shit. Fuck, fucking start a fire and cook him up and eat him. I will never, ever be afraid of this douchebag, especially, or any fucking buddy else. All right? We're here to do a job. Don't even fucking look at this guy. Don't talk to him. He's a fucking dickhead. He's probably still a dickhead if he hasn't grown out of it. But I, I promise you, you have nothing that ever... You never have to be afraid of another person. Like, it's just not fucking worth it. Like, unless, like, someone has a gun to your head. But even then, what's the point of being afraid of that person? What's the point of giving that anyone that fucking power over you? It's not worth it. Um, but anyway. But also, it's like my buddy was like incredibly strong, like freakishly strong. I was like, you have no reason, and like really big too. Um, like you have no reason to fear any of these people that you're afraid of. Like you, you could overpower them physically in a, in a second if you just, uh, but anyway, it is what it is. Some people have been broken and it's really, really hard to fix them. If you ever even can, it's very, very difficult. But anyway, that wasn't my, uh, what I wanted to talk about. Where the fuck, what, uh, about what did I want to speak on? I don't know. I can't remember where my head was. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm never talking about anything too important, am I? Um, that was rhetorical, but every once in a while, the voices in my head do respond to these things. And you guys are always welcome to respond. Uh, you know that. Well, fuck, I do get, I do get responses, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate every single person that ever listens here. Even if there's only one person left, I appreciate you listening to this. Honestly, I would do this even if no one listened just because it's fucking therapeutic for me. And it really helps me work through a lot of shit inside my head, which is a fucking mess, as you can obviously know from listening. Um, but even if one person listens to this fucking thing, I really, it really fucking means a lot to me. Honestly, I don't even want more listeners. Like, people have offered to uh, bring my podcast to another level, get it to more listeners, and I'm like, I'm so fucking happy with the listeners I have. Like, I can interact personally with every single one of them. Every single one can interact personally with me if they ever want to talk to me. And that's why I like it, because I can think... It's like it's like I'm on speakerphone with fucking half a dozen people right now. I can think about every single one of you guys and, and 
you know, and have that in mind when I'm speaking. I don't really censor myself too much. I, I mean, I do try not to incriminate because even if there is only just friend, close friends and loved ones listening, I, um, I still wouldn't want to incriminate anybody anyway because it is a public forum, but I, I don't like to do that shit. I talk way too much, but when it comes to incrimination, I'm very, very, very fucking serious. I don't want anyone to get in any trouble because of some stupid shit I might, may or may not have said, and uh, it gets taken out of con. It gets taken out of context. Whatever. Um, regardless, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to go see my mom. I haven't seen my mom in several months, and um, I never really get to see her anymore. I never get to see my aunt. I never get to see any of my friends or family, and uh, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Like, at first, you're kind of like, you know, when you move away, you're like, ah, you know, no one's bothering me. It's nice, you know, it's peaceful. But then it's like, I really miss so many fucking people, and it kills me. You don't realize how much people matter to you until they're gone, or they're not in your life, or you don't get to see them all the time. You know, you take for granted at, at, at points in your life that you just get to be with people. And I try never, ever to fucking do that. Because um, I feel like I've lived so much of my life alone in my fucking head, and I'm so happy to for any time I get even just to talk to people I mean it's it's not really the same but it's it's I mean it's not nothing either uh, to stay connected and stay in contact but it just kills me not being able to visit regularly with all my loved ones or even a fraction of them um, so anyway I'm forcing myself to break my fucking routine and go visit my ma especially before fucking uh crazy ass weather comes, the fucking winter and shit, that's another thing, you know, we get locked down again, we're fucked, like, especially with a baby, like, I mean, we might survive, but it's gonna be fucking rough, because we don't have alternate sources of heat, and, uh, there's a lot of issues, so, with my house, that, you know, I don't have a generator or anything, last time I was cooking with some fucking camp stove in the back porch, and nearly poisoned myself to death, because I'm just kind of immune to a lot of some tastes and smells. I didn't realize I was, uh, was going to poison myself to death. And the thing is, is you, you could call an ambulance, but you don't know if it'll get there or not. Like myself, I don't give a shit, but I had a very pregnant wife last year, and my precious little baby on the way. And this year, I got my, my wife and my precious little baby. That My wife actually stepped it up a lot more than I did. I hate to admit it. Um, but my wife's a trooper. I don't fucking have a problem admitting that, but I, I'm, I'm more ashamed that I didn't do all the fucking animals alive and keep things going. Once the morning hit, I just, I, I was so overwhelmed with that I didn't do, with guilt that I didn't do more, I just went out and I was like, I can shovel. As long as I'm still standing, I'm going to shovel until I can't shovel anymore. It's just to get us out of here and get out. I mean, whatever. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't the only one out there either, actually. The one guy had to get somewhere and um, someone in his family owned a uh, snow removal business and those guys came out and just fucked it to town on the back alleyway, and I felt bad, because I, you know, I was like, well, fuck it, all I got is a shovel, but I'm going out, and I'm just going to keep going until everything's done, and I went until I couldn't fucking hardly stand anymore, eventually, I don't know if our power ever came back on, but we finally got, the roads got clear enough so that we could fucking uh, drive, and we got over to my in-laws, and it was like, I just never been so fucking happy, like, at first I was upset not to see my mom, but it was our first Christmas away from each other. Then I was just so fucking happy to be in a safe place with family and the 
know that my wife and unborn child were saved just meant the world to me. You don't realize how bad things could get. I mean, like I say, I always compare against the worst case scenario. But the thing is, like I say to people, is like I was more stressed out going into my wedding than I was going when my baby was going to be born because at my wedding there were so many things that could go wrong, so much work, so much time, so much money went into that shit. Not for me, but I was so concerned about that going wrong that I was freaking the fuck out. Um, but going into you know my my baby or whatever like to to have a child. I, I never even considered for a second anything going wrong because I couldn't handle that fucking scenario. Um, so it was a lot less stressful in that way. So um, I say to people, like, you know, have a kid, but don't get married for fuck's sake. What are you out of your mind? No, I'm just joking. I had the most wonderful wedding I could have had, and I, and I honestly didn't even get to have a fraction of the people of my friends and family there. Uh, again, I mean, it sucks. What are you going to do? I mean, if I if it, if it were I were organizing myself, I would have fucking probably invited everybody, but it would have been like a BYOB potluck fucking kegger, and it would have been a pile of shit. But it would have been my pile of shit. Um, <laughs> it would have been a five hundred dollar budget, and a fucking um, the cops probably would have broken it up, and um, we a lot of people would have been arrested. But you know, what the fuck? Maybe a few people would have got stabbed. You guys. It is what it is, you know, like, you know what to expect. Um, but yeah, no, no cops, no, no, uh, bodily harm, no, no wounds, no fucking, uh, arrests even. And, uh, yeah, and I, I couldn't have been happier with how it went, other than that I wish I had more friends and family there. But, yeah, anyway, what was I going to say? I was uh, just so happy to see anybody that it wasn't a fucking uh, funeral. I hate that it's like when your family only gets together for funerals. Like like one person said a long time ago. Actually, I think a couple people have said this. They're like, Ronnie only comes around when like uh, something breaks, like a some, like a water heater or, or a fucking like a, an appliance or something breaks or a funeral. That's the only time you see this guy. And I'm like, I hate that. I wish more people would uh, break their shit not die, but just break their stuff, I'll come replace it, um, or, or have a fucking wedding for fuck's sakes, I don't know, some people don't like weddings, honestly, I couldn't, I, I've never had a bad time at a wedding, I've had awkward times, I went to one that was dry, there was no fucking alcohol involved, that was kind of rough, but, um, it was still a wonderful occasion, I was just really awkward, because it was an African wedding, it was like 300 fucking black as night Africans, and a white honky Ron. Which was often the case. At least at, uh, when I went to my buddy's wedding, he's Indian, uh, there were a couple crackers there, uh, honkies, white people. I remember I was, I was shocked. I was like, or I was upset too, because I was like, you guys are, I'm the white guy. Who the fuck are you? And they were like, oh, we're the neighbors. I was like, oh, sweet. I was like, is that why we got sat together? Even when actually I saw a, a black dude with a, with a uh, Christian cross, I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with this, uh, with this Christianity stuff here, <laughs> just, just being a dickhead, um, but yeah, no, the, and the, the two white guys, uh, the, the, the white couple at my table, I was like, hey, we're the only white people, we got to get up and dance terribly, we have a race to represent, um, and they didn't want to get up, he's like, my wife's not drunk enough to dance yet, I'm like, well, I sure as fuck am, 
So I would like to see some other white people dancing really, really badly, as is customary at a wedding. Um, but as, as representatives of the white cracker honky fucking group, I, I think, you know, you just got to get up and fucking, you know. Anyway, I'm fucking really tired, so I'm not very coherent. Um, I'm just kind of driving at night, and uh, I'm not even sure where the fuck I am. I don't really give a shit. Oh, fuck. Unless I pass the town again. This has happened. I miss my exit and end up in some fucking logging road in the fucking woods. Never forget that shit. Uh, I was fucked up. I was in the woods for hours uh, just driving in my truck. Thank God I had my truck because it was four-wheel drive. And uh, I had to drive through some bodies of water. Thank God we're not much deeper than my fucking truck. And I made it through. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I've been stuck in the woods before, but this time I was alone and it was way the fuck up north. And uh, you know what I hate? I hate gatekeepers. I hate when you say like up north and someone's like, "Oh, where's up north to you?" Because uh, my up north is further north than your up north, and it's like, shut the fuck up. You know where north is? It's anywhere north of where you are. We're in the fucking north right now. If you talk to someone south of us, like, give me a fucking break. I can't stand when people try to one-up your gatekeep you like you're not allowed to fucking uh, use certain terms or whatever like they fucking own the rights to the shit. Anyway. Um, I'm gonna get off this fucking thing for now. And again, I want to thank you guys one more time for listening to me. I'm gonna go visit with my ma, annoy the shit out of those guys for a while until they fucking fall asleep. And then, uh... I fall asleep at some fucking point, actually, because these guys usually wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. and then we gotta get right back at it, because I only have such a limited time to visit. Actually, I think I might stay up all night doing work on the house. I'm way, 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 way behind. I'm working on my own house, which I was trying to do earlier, and then uh, my ma's house, fuck, I could never put a dent in. Uh, they always need stuff done. And their sons just never there to do anything well uh, my one cousin used to do everything and then uh, my other cousin helps out a lot too but I'm a fucking deadbeat son that's why when I'm working for people and like ah oh, my son's supposed to do this or my son's supposed to do that I'm like listen I am in the camp of the deadbeat son so I will not speak ill of a deadbeat son or son-in-law ever because I'm never keeping up on that stuff and I'll tell you the fucking problem I don't swear at these people but I'm like I'll tell you what the problem is and, and, and the solution is unconditional love You, un if you love unconditionally you're getting put on the back burner if your sons and son-in-law knows you love them no matter what they're going to put you on the back burner and do all the bullshit work first and save you for last I'm serious this happens it's a real thing because it's like a joy and privilege to work for some people and you put them on the back fucking burner and you do all the shit work that you don't want to do first or a lot of times when you get home you got no fucking energy left to do any more work and you're just like fuck because you gave all your fucking time and energy to other people and it sucks though because then you know your own house gets fucked up or your own family doesn't get the fucking everything they need and yeah this is the life we chose this is the business we have chosen. All right, I'm going to go out on that. Uh, that obviously was a Godfather 2 reference. I love you all. Be well.
What's happening, everybody? Big Run Net Chip here, broadcasting live from the cold, cold north. Not the sunny Southlands I'm usually broadcasting from. I'm just coming home from visiting my ma. Such a short fucking visit. I just got up there to see him, hang out for a bit, and now I'm fucked. Well, I try to get as much work done as possible. The thing is, a lot of the stuff is real easy to do, but um, regardless, I'm so happy to do it. These guys are just so grateful for uh, anything you can do for them. And I, you know, it just, and I, and I, I, I don't know. I, I try to do uh, stuff like this anyway. The thing is, is it, once you start telling people you did a good deed, it negates it. Because now it's like it taints it because it's like I'm trying to fucking pat myself on the back for, for it's not, and it's not even a good deed. It's like the very least of what the fucking sun should be. I'm a fucking deadbeat. My own, by my own fucking definition of what a good son is. It's such a, such a miserable thing to be, a bad son. Fucking, uh, it's obviously a Tony Soprano reference. Um, but anyway, but I like when she's like, uh, don't kill Christopher. Well, she didn't come right out and say, don't kill Christopher. She's like, I like him because he put up my storm windows. So this guy can murder, be a fucking murdering, drug dealing, fucking, uh, whatever. He can fucking do absolutely anything now. After he's put up some storm windows for this lady, he's a good guy. Washes all the sins clean. Um, anyway, I, I love shit like that, you know. <laughs> uh, how people... Um, I don't know. The, the concept of morality is fucking just... I don't know. But anyway, one thing... Uh, I, I feel really good about myself, and I want to share that good feeling without patting myself on the back saying, oh, I'm such a great guy for doing some fucking work for my own fucking mother. Um, but what I'm saying is, is uh, like, if you ever get a chance, it doesn't even have to be your own mom. It could be anybody. Uh, a lot of my customers are just like older widows and stuff and just don't have a fella to do a lot of things. And I, now, also, I don't want to get into a whole sexist thing where I say, like, only some guys get... It's not just guys can do certain things. Just some people can, can do certain stuff and other people can't. It's not just always a gender thing. A lot of times there's a lot of things that ladies do better than guys or, or a lot of guys can do certain things and can't do other things. So it's not a gender thing. Um, I just, I, I do have, I, I'm not a handy guy at all. And like, um, like I like to give this example about the lady that works with the small engines who, who always gets fucking profiled as someone that has no no fucking idea what she's doing just because she's a woman and I, and I think that's horse shit and I said a lot of guys are old fashioned she's like not old fashioned because old fashioned guys have are polite they have manners and I'm like okay sorry old fashioned is the wrong word outdated and fucking ignorant is, is what it is because I'll be honest and I, I'll say this 100% from life experience I don't give a flying fuck if someone is old young male female fucking black brown fucking any other color race religion. I just want to talk to someone that knows what the fuck is going on. And that could be anybody. And honestly, you stop giving a shit. I, I don't even look at most people. So to try to judge people by any of their physical attributes or some fucking shit like that, it doesn't mean fuck all because I'm not even looking at that person. Um, that's, that's a whole other thing with me. I, I don't like to look at people for some fucking reason. That's a whole issue I have. But also, uh, part of that though is, um, I don't, I definitely can't judge people by what they look like if I don't look at them. That's one of the things. That's not why I do it, but that is part of it. Uh, but yeah, I don't give a flying fuck. 
I don't, uh, and, and then when I do, okay, and then when I do, and I, I say this a lot, is when I profile, I love when people prove me wrong if it's negative, and I love when pr people prove me right when I, when I profile on a positive thing. So, I always, I, when I talk to this lady, I say, I get the opposite. I say this to a lot of people where I'm like, people, just because if you're a big guy with a beard, you know, you're, I dress like a, a, a fucking lower class person, uh, a laborer, and I always will, People assume that I know about fucking cars, I know about engines, I know about construction, I know all the trades. I don't know shit. And people just assume this. People have hired me and paid me money to do this job. Now, having said that, I'm applying more aggressively re recently to jobs. I will say anything I lack in experience is what I value way more than any of my experience. And I do have plenty of it, but I don't, I don't flex too hard on that. I don't fucking brag too hard on it because I go into everything fresh, uh, trying my best to learn new because everyone works fucking differently. What's more important to me is to try to adapt because it's hard. The older you get and the longer you work in a, in a certain, any specific field or job, the more set in your ways you get. It's really good to break out of that and start fresh and try things differently. Um, or even just accepting that other people do things differently can be very, very fucking challenging when you get set in your ways. So anyway, my whole selling factor on myself, not that it's working so well, is that better than any experience I have, I will say, whatever the fuck you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. I'll try to do it to the best of my ability, whatever the fuck you're asking. And now it sounds obvious, it sounds like some plain boilerplate statement, but I, I fucking, I back that up constantly by trying hard um uh, whatever i mean fuck i've never not tried i've never got to a job and just said no nah, i'm not even gonna try this now you're gonna give it my best effort there's jobs i suck at there's jobs i wasn't naturally good at there's jobs i decided weren't worth doing i'd never quit anything until something else came along that i don't understand unless you're some fucking self-made millionaire with like insane amounts of fucking money like but just to walk away from a fucking job without having something else lined up I could never imagine doing that. Now, again, I'm further on the other side where I'm getting exploited my whole life. So, I mean, don't listen to me on fucking employment advice or any other. I don't know what, who the fuck's taking advice from me. You're in trouble. But, I mean, it's like I say, uh, whenever it does sound like I'm giving advice, it's like, I, if you can learn anything from what I'm saying or, or find any sort of entertainment or value in it, that's wonderful. I find people, talking to people and listening to them, is my greatest resource so if i can pass anything along i will but as far as advice goes it's like all i can give you is advice on how to live my fucking life now you're gonna there's no fucking way you're gonna have the same life as me so i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult so you're only gonna find little little small things that will line up uh, if anything at all so anyway yeah what are you gonna do Fuck, I did get some stuff done but at my ma's, but then it's like I gotta go home and there's so much fucking shit. I just, it's overwhelming, you know, just, I don't know. You, you do what you can, but it's like usually by the time you get home, it's like, fuck, it, it, it's, uh, sometimes I like to stop at my house in the middle of the day and try to get some work done because then I'm still in work mode. But when I get home, my brain's like, oh, okay, now we can relax a little bit. Um. I don't know, it's like, fuck, it's like any extra work, you just, you're just not even like, the headspace, but I don't know, I got, I got a lot of, a lot to fucking do there, that's for goddamn sure, 
but whatever. It's not a big deal. I think I've been paused now for about an hour. What the fuck? I only recorded eight minutes. I guess I've just been listening to music, enjoying the drive, but uh, back to the sunny Southlands again. It's anything but sunny, but these clear fucking roads, you can't beat it. I, uh, I just, apparently it's supposed to start getting bad up at Barry uh, tomorrow. And, um, it's so fucking up and down, hit and miss with the fucking weather. Especially in southern Ontario, it's just fucking wild. Now, southern Ontario is an actual fucking thing. Uh, like, I, I was just talking about in the last segment about how people do the gatekeeping. Like, oh, what's up north? My up north is way more up north than your up north. Uh, all that bullshit. You know, the whole true Scotsman type thing. Um, regardless, even in Game of Thrones, even in the fucking... The world is about to fucking end and they're squabbling about this shit. Because uh, Kessler, the... Or, uh, is his name Kessler? Chrysler? Chris Kessler? I don't fucking know. Whatever his name is. That dickhead that, like, bangs his kids um, north of the wall there. He's like, he calls him a southerner, and he's like, I'm not a southerner, I'm from the north. He's like, you're all southerners to him. And it's like, who gives a shit what this guy fucking thinks? He's a piece of shit. But again, even in a magical fucking fairy world of make-believe, we still have to squabble over these stupid fucking semantics. <laughs> if, if you're south of someone, you're south of someone. If you're north of someone, you're north of someone. This isn't an opinion. It's a fact. Um... I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but it's... Uh, when people start defining themselves by silly fucking things like that and then defining others by just silly, silly fucking things. Um, like, I remember one time I was debating this guy. Now, I always have to give a disclaimer and defend myself. I was talking shit on the internet. Well, I mean, I was actually trying to have intelligent conversations with you a fair time to time with strangers in the internet forums. And, uh, but regardless, I had a lot of time on my hands, so that's fine. I was wasting it, and, uh, I love how everyone on the internet thinks everyone else is wasting their time and a big fucking loser and all this shit, it's like, what about you? How the fuck is, are you, does everyone think that they're the one fucking person that's exempt? If you're engaging in that shit, if you've witnessed it at all, you are fucking a part of it. Until you completely separate, you need to shut the fuck up uh, and get off your fucking high horse. Anyway, because we are all guilty of this, I think, uh, more or less. But anyway, I was talking to this fucking guy. I don't even remember what it was about. I just remember he kept trying to disregard everything I'm saying based on stupid shit. First, he said I was young. And then I'm like, how old do you think I am? I'm like, what fucking age? What's the cutoff? Um, like, what? You think so much is defined by age. It's like, well, at what age... You know, it's like the guy's like 37, I'm like fucking 28 or whatever. And it's just like, what the fuck do you think I've learned in the last 10 fucking years that I didn't know before? I mean, and also, I've met fucking 20-year-olds that were more grown up than fucking some 40-year-olds I've met. So to just say that age is the only defining factor and whether or not you can discuss a topic. Also, it's your knowledge on a specific topic is far more important than fucking your age or whatever. Then he was trying to discredit me because of where I lived. He's like, oh, you fucking... You're Canadian, so you don't understand. It's like, what the fuck, buddy? I'm like, we're, I'm like, I'm like 10 minutes from the fucking border. So get in your fucking car or whatever, travel for 10 fucking minutes and see how astronomically different everything and everyone is that you can't even like fathom fucking anything once you get 10 minutes away from where you are. 
it's so fucking absurd. Like, yeah, things are different in different places, but, like, to not even be able to have a conversation with someone without trying to discredit them constantly, or even just uh, accrediting yourself so much because you think where you're from and who you are and whatever you're, uh, makes you so much better than others, it's, it's absurd, but that's how so many of us think. Um, I think we're all guilty that of that, more or less, um, to just... To just want to feel like you're in this fucking uh, special group of people that are right and everyone else is wrong. And whoever you're talking to may or may not be in that group. Depending on whether or not you want to agree with them or disagree with them. It's just like, uh, most of it is absurd, I will say. Absurd, I will say. Call me Ronnie two times because I say everything two times. Gotta go get the papers, get the papers. <laughs> That's obviously a good fellow's reference. Makes me laugh. But I know I know met people like that. They have like a fucking. I, I have a lot of idiosyncrasies myself. And I used to have the OCD, which is fucked. I can't imagine. Well, I mean, because when I had it, I didn't know I had it. So maybe I still have a lot of um, obsessive compulsive things that aren't even not even aware of. There's a lot of things. Uh, once afterwards, you become aware. You can't imagine how you didn't notice, but you you, you can be oblivious to a lot of fucking things. Um, but anyway, this one guy used to say everything fucking twice. Now, he annoyed the shit out of most people, but uh, he, he knew a lot about HVAC. Um, so when I was learning how to install furnaces or whatever with him, I really loved that he had the fucking instant replay because if you miss something, he'd repeat it right after. I really liked that. Actually, the one, <laughs> the, one of the guys he was working with started doing it. It was fucking hilarious. Um, anyway, it's, uh, it's one of those things that would be a lot funnier if you knew the guy, but... Fuck, anyway, I gotta, uh, study. I haven't had to study for a while. You should never even stop if, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel like sometimes I'm only motivated if I'm doing something specifically right now. I'm gonna be writing an uh, exam in March, which feels light years away. Um, but time really fucking sneaks up on you. Like, Christmas is almost upon us, and, um, I don't know. Anyway, I gotta study again, and it's like, Actually, a while ago, I was working on shit every night. I promised myself I would do an hour a day to try to self-improve or whatever. And over time, I've just gotten... I've been doing less and less. And uh, I, I got to get back at it regardless. But it's like, it should, you shouldn't need to be enrolled in some sort of course. I have to do something for work just to want to self-improve. You should always just want to self-improve and uh, take the time for it. Um, I don't know. Especially when you think of how much time we fucking waste. Like when people say, oh, I don't have time. Like I do it, we all do this. I don't have time. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. If you were to actually, like, it's like when you break down your budget. I got no money. And you actually have to face what fucking, where your money is going and what you're fucking wasting. Like the stupid fucking shit you're wasting your money on. And like I like to draw parallels. It's the same with energy. It's the same with uh, space. Like the space in your house, the space in your wherever, your workspace, uh, in your vehicle, wherever the fuck, in your heart, there's way more space than you think if you just get yourself fucking organized. You gotta get organized, quick. It's obviously a reference to the departed, fucking wicked, wicked departed. Um, but I don't know, I'm sure there's apps for this, but if you were just to log everything of uh, what, where your energy goes, well I don't know about energy, be a lot harder to fucking uh, gauge 
Eventually, yeah, we'll, our techno we'll have technology to easily do that, see exactly how much energy goes into everything. Um, but also for your time, if you fucking logged all your time, every fucking day for months, and then look at it, see how much time you fucking piss away doing the dumbest fucking shit ever, and then still say, I don't have time to work out, or I don't have time to study, I don't have time to read, I don't have time to fucking whatever, do anything that's like actually productive, constructive, or fucking makes you uh, not even a good person, but less of a piece of shit. Now again, this sounds like uh, vehement judgment I'm spewing out. Maybe a little, maybe it is, but it's directed mostly at me, guys. I'm not fucking directing this from a high horse position. I'm directing this from the lowest position. A guy with no horse, a so not even a sober one, let alone a high one, or a, uh... anyway, the fucking, actually, one of my recent goals was to just be less of an asshole to people, to try to work through not getting so fucking angry and bothered by people and taking some time after a job to just listen to people and be nice to them and, and, and have some sort of fucking positive interaction that's uh, positive for both sides. I've been trying to do that more and more. It's uh, And sometimes it's real easy. Sometimes it's very challenging because I get so fucking heated. I get so uh, extreme in my emotions. Happy, sad, mad, glad, fucking just this. I can see this fucking giant, like, sine wave of uh, up and down and ups and downs. Um, I don't know. I'm not mentally balanced, I guess. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but uh, I've been like this as long as I can fucking remember. So, I mean, to just expect it to maybe magically go away one day or get all drugged up and hope that fucking works. I mean, or, or just some sort of middle ground is what I'm looking for. Uh, a lot of it is just working through shit in your head. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Where was I? Fuck, I was uh, really missing my fucking baby, and I, I keep having to work on. Uh, well, I, I, I'm supposed to take Wednesdays off, but I just I, I can't swing it. Um, I have too much work to do. Plus, I, I need the fucking money, but it makes me feel like shit because it's less time with my baby. But anyway, I'm sitting there, I'm listening to my fucking music. And that song, uh, Cat's Cradle, Cats in the Cradle, came on twice. Twice. How the fuck could that, like, the, you know what I mean? When something is shuffling, it can't, you, it usually doesn't repeat the same song, especially when there's like 300 songs. But that song, obviously, you guys know, is about um, just like not spending enough time with your family. It just breaks your fucking heart, you know? And now on a whole nother level, now that I'm a dad and I'm away from my kid. Even if it's so fucking briefly, it just kills you. Um, you're just incomplete, you know? It's like this part of you, it's like a piece of your heart, you know? Couldn't live without my heart. It's obviously a uh, blow reference. And uh, we leave pieces of our heart all over the place. I think he said something like that. That's, uh, But anyway, that's some real shit right there. Um, I don't know, I go inside my mind and I look past and it's like I don't even know what happened or didn't. It feels like different lifetimes and like different people. Like it's not even well the way I look at it too, it's like you're always you but your cells completely um, like regenerate to the point where after seven years you don't have any of the same cells that you had um, 
your body's just made up of completely new cells by that point. So it's kind of like an ultimate version of that grandpa's axe where you fucking uh, replace the handle, then you replace the blade. Is it still has, it's like, it has none of the original parts. Is it still the same fucking thing? It's a way more complex version of that though because uh, these things are gonna be recreated very, very similar to the point where it's like, it's not like you're gonna be able to see this shit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a fucking scientist or a biologist. If you can, uh, if you can believe it, <laughs> I have no formal education on those things. Uh, as far as knowing the anatomy and uh, how, how fucking molecules and cells work, but it's a fantastic theory to think about. How you can just completely become a new fucking person in any kind of way, shape, or form. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I gotta wrap this up for now. I gotta go. I love you all, guys. Thank you so much for listening to me. I, uh, I wish you all the best. Be well.